I used to drive all over town for low prices, but now I let Walmart's incredible new Savings Catcher do the work for me. I just enter my Walmart receipt online and Savings Catcher does the rest. It compares the prices I paid for items at Walmart with advertised prices from other top stores in my area. And if Savings Catcher finds a lower advertised price, Walmart gives me the difference on an e-gift card. Now that's my kind of work. Introducing Savings Catcher from Walmart. Go to walmart.com slash savings catcher for details. Eligible items only. Restrictions apply. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Falling Skies After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Falling Skies After Show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Falling Skies After Show for Season 4, Episode 7, Saturday Night Massacre, although it is Sunday night here when the show actually airs. When the show airs and we do Ironic. Show. Ironic. They should have just named it Sunday Night Massacre. Every episode <laughs> should take place on a Sunday. That. Just to match, Just to match the day of the week that we watch it. That that, that I, I'll just need this episode maybe. It didn't it wasn't specific to Saturday? It didn't need to be a Saturday. Okay. Anyway, that is the voice of Nando Velasquez. Yes, hello everybody. We have Roy. Hello everybody. <laughs> and I'm still here, Phil Svitek. Welcome <laughs> in, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. We now know what Lexi is and what look what she looks like as a butterfly. I didn't really see a difference. I might need to rewatch last week's episode to see because they're like, look at her eyes. And I'm like, her eyes look normal. They look more normal than, than they when, used to look. Yes. Like yes. humanly normal? They look human normal. They looked human. She doesn't have, didn't she have, she had very white irises. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For those of you wondering, we have Mr. Hiccup in this. In the engineer booth. Sounds like a frog. It sounds like <laughs> Sorry, a frog guys. on the instant. And no matter what, I can soundproof this entire thing. I'm still going to hear the damn hiccups, <laughs> and they're going to make all of us laugh. So I had to call to it because they're we're never going to get through hiccups. this. They're really loud. It like, sounds like a, a whale dying. I imagine. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you should be. We got a serious Sounds show. Like we got one of the best episodes in, the, in like the entire season. And uh, I have to talk about a dead whale. Stephen Lemieux, everybody. I All would right. have to fight you on that part of saying that this was one of the best episodes in the season. I'd have to so far disagree. This one, for it being... It wasn't the, the happiest preview, episode. No, but the way the preview set it up, it was as though it was going to have so much like drama, so much fighting and all this. There wasn't. There was one you fighting had scene. two major deaths. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of dead people, you had, but you not had a cliffhanger of an ending with several characters, and, and and who knows what's happening to several characters. But only one of them really died from. <laughs> one of them from is still the dying, in the still dying in the boot. I, I just, I was. One of them. Okay, on, let, let's go on. let's go back to Lexi. Yeah. We got sidetracked with yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. reborn. When when they said you know when they gave the whole analogy of caterpillar to cocoon to butterfly, I thought that she we all thought I think that she was going to come out and emerge as an alien. 
rather than, oh, here's a naked different Lexi. Lexi. Well, yeah, we thought there would be some kind of... Tra- when, when we hear the word transformation, we assume to see something yeah. physically different. Yeah. Other than just a different color eyes. <laughs> eyes that are just slightly different. And her hair, she looked kind of wet. Her hair well, was all straightened. She flat. was in a cocoon. She was in gel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. As far as a transformation, that's not much, that's not what I consider a transformation. Yeah. You know, every time I go to the shower, I'm transformed, Ben. Because <laughs> my hair is, because my hair is flattened and wet. Fair enough. Roy, okay. what's, your, what's your take on just the transformation specifically? I know I set myself I was up for that. I'm disappointed about it, but maybe there's more to it. Later down the road, we'll figure out what exactly she is. But there was, was well, little. the big transformation seemed to be more emotional or mental uh, with Lexi because she didn't really change physically much. Yeah. So, but just the way she was talking, she was talking very, very like alien speak. I feel the transformation wasn't complete because she kind of she went out and you know she was well aware of what was going on. Mm. To the point that, right off the bat, she says, you know, Anne says, "What you know, you're always going to need your family. And she's like, not you. Yeah, wrong family. Which was different than what we heard from last week or what we assumed from last week. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we had, her, Roy and I had this big conversation about what that meant, how it was going to happen. And boy, just within the first minute, out the window, she does yeah. not care about the Masons one little bit. Especially well, again, when she called her father Tom Mason and not father. Well, so, it was yeah. That, that was the, probably the first uh, major sign when she called her her dad Tom Mason, kind of mm-hmm. like Cochise does, or or any of the other aliens. If any, you know, when they talk to him. Uh, also, you know, they, they had that touching moment at the end of last week's episode when Anne puts her hand up on the cocoon and doesn't get burned. Kind of like a very Khaleesi moment um, in Game of Thrones. Uh, doesn't get burned, and and Lexi reciprocates. So we see that. So it seemed very touching in the very beginning, but then all of a sudden, Lexi pulled her hand away, and then shortly after, that's when she gave birth to this transformation. Oh, I think it's because of the crowd that was coming out. She could feel it's, the anger and their hate. It and seemed like that seemed to be violence. her excuse. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that seemed like her excuse that these people, she senses the fear, she senses their hatred, and uh, she just their can't Their inability be to change. Yes, their inability to change. But you know Which who is, didn't change? It was Lourdes. She still was the same. Well, Lourdes was just being a brown nose. She's like, I, I, I was with you the whole time. She chose her words wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love you. I, I mean, was she with re- you? What, 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 what was she freed of? Just the the miserableness of human existence. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what was interesting because because when they were when Lourdes came up to Lexi at the end there when she was on her way out and said she wants to go with her. Lexi said, you know, Lord has talked about the change in her life since Lexi came. And Lexi's first words were, like, see you in a lot of pain. So right from then and there, it was just very obvious. It was like she was going to free her of that pain, mm-hmm. I felt. And she's like, yes, please do. But then, whoa, what, are you, what are you worse. doing? <laughs> yeah, it looked like she gave her quite a bit of pain to begin yeah. with. But, uh, yeah, she seemed to be hurting right before she finally keeled over. Yeah. So, but I, I, I can't be that sad for Lord is dying because I, the character just, we, we even talked about it with Drew two weeks ago. The character's kind of annoying. The actress maybe, it probably isn't. Sichelle's not, but the actor, the, the character is of Lord is. I, I, I mean, she, I love to hate her though. <laughs> she was one of those characters. I suppose so. <laughs> she tried so hard. Yeah, but she, everything she did was wrong. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. I mean, you could just say about. at least, at least someone had faith in Lexi and, and was supportive. And yes, she was a bit of a brown noser, but at, uh, yeah, you know, maybe she really did believe in. 
Well, look what it got her. Look what it got her followers later on. Lexi's followers later on in the episode. So you know, we'll get into that. I'm sure more later. But yeah, I mean, anyone who really and you know, it even had Tom questioning and and Hal bringing back that argument. Hal pretty much went up to Tom afterwards and said, "I told you so." Yeah. You know, which was kind of a really interesting, you know, turn for him too. Cause even though he was, he was kind of more unsure of himself last week, but now he's like, I told you so. As if he was the one that was calling it the whole time. Well, why don't, why don't we speak to that only because obviously later on, Tom apologizes and yet Hal has a pretty quick turnaround of like, you're not always going to be right, dad. And pretty much says, I love you nonetheless. Yeah. What was your guys' take on the apology and how quick that turn was it, it seems more like hey this is business but in, in family i still love you no matter what business will have our disagreements but i love you so if anything ever happens but that was the problem know. you know there was business and there was family and family was lexi yeah and lexi what well, family that, did this i think that's the bigger question from the top of the show when it comes to lexi i mean we saw how powerful lexi is we saw her turn around pope and have him point his gun when when she was doing all that, while she was doing that with Lexi. So we saw how powerful that was. And obviously, uh, Hal is saying, you know, you you always want to protect, you know, the the Masons. You always think the best of the Masons. And the question is, is Lexi even transformed as this butterfly, as you like to say? Is it still right for Tom Mason to back his daughter? Uh, Is she still a Mason? was specifically asked. Weaver says so. And he said, yeah, she is. Listen, if my daughter called me by my first and last name and not mother, I'd be like, okay, there's something wrong with this child. Well, there's something (laughs) wrong with it. Well, Anne even said that there's still – Lexi's still inside there. She senses Lexi's still inside there. But whatever this alien half of her or whatever it is that, you know, is taking over her right now. But just like like Weaver said with his daughter Jeannie that uh, eventually she saw the light. He also feels that Lexi will see the light. I thought okay. that was lame that Anne made Tom promise, based off of their love, that he will still try to mm. save okay. their daughter. That was so... Ugh, come on. So how, how, do you, how, do you, him. how do you save someone like that? Because I can only imagine... I, I mean, I don't know if this is the indication, but with Hitler Youth Camp earlier on in the season, like, is the only way to save Lexi is to brainwash her by doing that? No, because that wouldn't be authentic to brainwash. I mean, what do you mean for the Ashveni to uh, not to, the Ashveni, the humans? How the do you, humans? how do you break Lexi? How do you, how do you love? I'm sure it'll love. be love. I'm sure love it'll is be the some, key. Hal doesn't believe in love, though. I know Hal doesn't believe in love, but it'll probably be something like love. It'll be the bond of family. It'll be you know Ben's obviously working on her, but it'll it'll be mm-hmm. something something ben, Ben's very being human. worked on. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true, but ultimately, I mean, this there's two themes. It's a falling skies, and one of them's family. So we see that definitely plays a part in Tom's decision to uh, let Lexi go and not deal with her the way you know Pope and Hal wanted him to. And uh, the other thing is the human spirit. So family and the human spirit seems to be the two big things. So I think human spirit's going to win out more. I don't know. I have this awful feeling that Hal versus Tom Mason. Hal versus Tom Mason. That'd be interesting, but I don't. I I don't think so because. that was a moment, and they apologized at the end, or, or at least, you know, they, they pretty much apologized and said, you can be wrong some of the time, Hal said, I still love you. You don't have to be right all the time. So I don't think it's going to ultimately come to t- the two of them butting heads. But Hal doesn't believe in love anymore. No, he does. Oh, I he guess he does. Maggie convinced him when he, she goes, well, I could have given up on you when you... Was what? that the turning point when he I, I wouldn't say still that, believed I think that in was love? the turning point. Because I wouldn't he say Maggie convinced him, but I would say definitely seeing Maggie possibly get hurt that shifted him really fast yeah 
That's what I would say. But he still had I that think standing. It, it brought his brought it to his attention that yeah. she's right, that love is huge. I, I, I don't think he came out of that conversation agreeing with her, but I think but, it took her possibly being dead for him to wake up and realize, you know, yeah. his feelings for her. Way to go, men. Wait till it's too late. There you go. Just saying. Just that's a lesson from Roya. There you go. <laughs> Here's another lesson. I mean I, I love I love this show and I love the cliffhanger and we'll kind of backtrack in a moment. Yeah. But I, I do want to say this. My one of my big questions is gonna be, is Maggie also dead? No, nope, she's apparently alive. We see in the teaser, and that was for me. Like, why? Uh, well, why? Don't spoil. You shouldn't have said that because there's some people that actually, unlike us, who don't watch. The okay. Teasers. Well, you know what? Maybe so I should be one of those them. people because guess what? Stop. Why? That could have been the cliffhanger. I, that could have been such a cliffhanger. Is Maggie dead? I don't think they would have killed Maggie. I don't think they would have either. But at least, like, <laughs> have it be a big thing, big topic of discussion of like, is she dead? Is she alive? No. Well, yeah. We could have had that discussion, but now you spoiled it for everybody. So. I did not. I am not the one who started the spoiled train. Okay. Well, I mean, she. It could have happened to her. This is the second, like, next season's the last season. Mm-hmm. So who knows what's going to happen? Oh come on! There's too many people like you. Like they you already killed a bunch of people. Sarah, Sarah Carter. I well, I think how something bad might happen to Hal. I, I, I don't know, want it to. I, I know something ha- bad is going to happen to Hal. I don't you think be quiet. Gonna happen to any of the major characters. Don't say that. Hey, Lord just got killed. Yeah, I don't consider her a major character, though. I honestly don't consider her. I mean, she's been in all the seasons, but she's just very... I I found her very expendable. I don't think Maggie's expendable. Ouch. Fair enough. (laughs) Well, Chinatown was too good to be true, Mm. but um, if you guys were paying close attention to the entire episode, you guys may have noticed the Walmart commercial, (laughs) which is fitting because... I'm going to go into a Walmart Whoa, live read right what now. What a segue. <laughs> it's the world's best segue because it ties into in, the actual episode of the episode. It ties into the commercial of the episode, but yes. But that, that's what – it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, anyway, what, what the commercial in the episode failed to touch upon is savings catcher, which is a simple and easy way to save. Right? I mean, just as the name implies. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever drive around town and you're trying to pick up a lot of stuff, but you're trying to get the best savings you can, so you end up driving just basically everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. All Coupons and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no of course. More. No just more. driving all over the place. It's a headache. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom used to do this. It's a, it's a nightmare. It's a headache. And you're, mm-hmm. you're probably wasting more gas than you really need to be. Walmart makes it easy. So become a savings catcher today. All you have to do is just enter your Walmart receipt, um, and if any eligible item you purchased was advertised for a lower price, you get the you get the savings. You get it back? You get it back. Um, you can enter your receipt online um, with the Walmart app, then Savings Catcher does all the work for you. Um, it also calculates within the area the lowest price. So it takes into factor, you know, as you were driving around trying to find your low savings, it does that for you. It'll find the lowest savings. And it'll just calculate it. You'll get it all back. So, thereby leaving you more time to watch Falling Skies. <laughs> That's what it comes back to. Well, you know, I, I like this uh, Walmart program because I, I feel like lots of stores sometimes advertise that they have the lowest price. And if you go up with an advertisement or and you show them the lowest price, mm-hmm. that they will uh, they'll give you a refund or whatever. They'll, but you know, you have to haggle sometimes with these people. Sometimes it's just annoying. What I like about this is but you that's you much, having to be active. Here you just yeah exactly just the receipt you just receive, done. You can do it on the online. You can do it on the app. 
and you can get the savings that way. It's as simple as that. You don't have to worry about showing an ad. You know, they they document all these ads and everything. So I, I love that idea. So go to walmart.com slash savings catcher. That's walmart.com mm-hmm. savings catcher. Simple enough. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. So check it out. Get your savings. It's definitely it's definitely worth it. And especially in the time and age of falling skies, time is money. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, we've kind of been all over the place. And, I, you know, I just we've been given general direct, general opinions. Um well, let's let's talk about the aftermath of Lexi. I I'm surprised that more wasn't made of it, particularly by Pope, especially mm-hmm. the fact that you know she is this powerful and she was able to affect them in such a way. Yeah. Are you talking about after she's already gone? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Well, I think Pope got to bitch and moan a bit to uh, <laughs> to Tom for a little bit, and then he then they moved on because they had to worry about the attack because right after that. Well, I mean, um, I think and was the one who pointed this out, but this attack was going to happen if, had they killed Lexi, this attack would have happened. Yeah. Now the fact that she's gone, this attack is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, yeah, because Anthony got captured. Him and his group were captured, and then Anthony got set free. Well, Lexi was the one one person that was holding back any aliens from coming in to attack. Mm-hmm. She was the one holding the peace. So, with her leaving, because she felt that uh, the humans around her didn't want to hold the piece the way she did, she pretty much opens the door. But if, again, if they killed her, pretty much the Overlord would still be coming to attack Tom because he has a vendetta against Tom. He would have two after him. Because then the father would have been pissed that probably, his daughter was killed. Probably both of them yeah. would have been going the after Gemini's him. Gemini's So probably they'd be in worse shape. That's what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. But either way, they're still you know stuck with an attack being imminent. Um, they come up with a game plan pretty fast. And I like. I, first off, I love the fact that Tom calls her Doctor Glass. <laughs> yeah, continually. Uh, but Doctor Glass has an amazing idea. I love mm. this. I, I'm going to call it Acid Rain. The Acid Rain the plan. Mm. And she said, "All you need is aluminum rust and a lot of love <laughs> to create that." <laughs> so that could be Tom. a song. Yeah, it could be. That could be a song title. Um, what, did, what did you guys think of the overall plan? I mean, it, everything was headed towards like you know what the final stand. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, brilliant deduction. Obviously, this they figured out from uh, Anthony coming back that he was there to deliver a message. You know, his, uh, of course, the person he's with. I uh, can't remember the name of the person, but we've probably never seen that person before. <laughs> Just made up a name and said that guy died. Burned uh, alive. Burned alive in front of the overlord. So he's there to send a message. So, uh, you know, smart on them to figure out that uh, this was a vendetta thing and it was personal and they weren't just going to bomb the place with beamers. Uh, you know, they were they were going to go in for a ground attack. So Stalingrad. very smart. Like Stalingrad. Yes, of course, you got to have a little history lesson in there <laughs> uh, when they're when they're doing a battle. They have to they have to look at other battles in famous history and figure out. In famous history, other battles, other <laughs> famous battles in history, to uh, to curtail what plan they do, and uh, yeah, so good old WW two, yes. Mm-hmm. So they today. yeah, so they take take down a bridge to limit their access, and then they pretty much cover put all their forces in the one area that they're going to come and attack from. Why couldn't the Volm help them fight this? Why did they have to just blow up the bridge and disappear? I think the Volm have always, they've always stated, as much as Cochise would like to, I think they've always stated that they are there for different reasons. And anything that they do really is more because of Cochise, 
uh, his affinity for the humans and for Tom Mason. Uh, if it was, a, if Shaq was in charge, they probably would just be going off wherever, like <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he has to follow. Yeah, but he has to listen to, to Coach Heath. So that's why he's helped a little bit. Yeah, and I, it's also a matter of, you know, we can get involved, but at the same time, not at our own risk. Yeah. Because, you know, while we want to help the humans, if we die as well, the hell's left. Yeah, their mission, their but recon mission is over as well then. They don't really have a... Oh, never mind, I'm not going to get into it. Go ahead. Get into it. No, I mean, LeVolm even said that their planet doesn't exist, so why not? Why not help? Because they still have to survive. So? They could still help. <laughs> like, and be they a did part help. Of it. They did help. Ugh. They took out a beamer at the end. Yeah. Coaches took out a beamer. And, and, and a bridge. And a bridge. And it supposedly saved. <sighs> Never mind. I don't know. Just why? So frustrated, the Vol. I am super frustrated. Oh, my goodness. Okay, they cannot be your personal lord and savior in this show. They can't. We can't but they have the weapons. Why can't they? They have a vendetta it, against the Espenny as I well. Mean, so, what? I mean, come on. They cannot. They cannot get. They can't no. be the answer for every time well, the humans get in trouble. They shot down the ship that was no, flying. No, you, they didn't have to. You do have a point. I mean, they should be part of the a major part of the battle. So, as if Drew Roy was here, he'd probably say they didn't want to put Volm in too many episodes because <laughs> that that costs extra money for you know makeup and special effects. Okay, I think it's that, but I also think you know eventually there's going to be a final battle. You know, whenever that may be, where they're all together because it's the last actual final stand. Yeah, this is not the final stand. I don't agree with you on that either. Okay, I, whatever. I, I think, no, I just think it's ultimately about the human spirit, so it's going to be humans versus Ashvani and Skaters. Yeah, but we got to convince the Vol- Well, the Volm needs to die then by helping, the, or, you know, I don't want them to die, but the, they got to do something to Vol- make it worth it. The will be there it. to pick up the pieces and to cheer on the humans. I, that's what I feel. Sound like a bad no, no, they can't be the <laughs> cheerleaders. No, we got to, through the human spirit, we can convince the Volm that, hey, this is this is it. It's all of us or nothing. Just like in today's episode, which, by the way, I thought it was a brilliant plan. Like, hey, yeah, I think the plan came right as um, as Pope was saying it. Like, oh, so we're all going to die together? And he's like, actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we are going to die yeah. together. See, look, Pope came to help. He was helpful. In his and own way, he, yes. He knew about that fallout bunker. He, no, he knew about the bunker. He well, could have kept told it to him. Yeah, but he could have used that to his own advantage with Sarah and left the team to figure out on their own and ride out and freak out. I don't out. think of that as a major, like, oh, my God, he made, he's such it's a, a hero. It's a point, okay? I, I mean, I don't think that's a major you got to give thing. Pope a point for that. Why one do you want for like the Volm, so one for the Pope. No, oh, man. take one away for the Volm because they could have done more. So could have Pope. Pope could have done more. That's, that's just a light, a very minor thing. It involves Pope saving his own butt as well. He's like, all right, Pope let's go in there. All right, Pope let's get hate. into the let's get into the Pope storyline with with Sarah. I love it. <laughs> what do you love about it? It's hope. It's the love of the whole series, and Pope finally has someone to care for, but not. And she's opposite of him. We find out when she kind of breaks down in front of him that she's not like him. She shows she's not opposite. strong. Yeah, and he's okay with that. So, and I like that. He doesn't need someone that's just like him. He needs someone to take care of and be sarcastic with. Nando, your thoughts. <laughs> Thank you. I love you, Pope. Uh, <laughs> Sarah gave up pretty fast. I Well, yeah. Sarah was a badass until this episode. All of a sudden, she's like, I want my mommy. Now, she's she's kind of curtailed uh, into a totally different type of person. So, I... 
you know what? I heard your podcast last week that I wasn't at, and I do want to say, because I know you guys are talking about Pope a lot, I don't want to repeat everything, but I want to say, Pope, I want to like Pope. I want to like Pope. Pope is, this is a Steven Spielberg, you know, production, so I want to consider him like Han Solo, but he just has to stop being such a whiny bitch all the time, and I want to see character development. Sarah's the best thing to happen to Pope because it's a possibility for, for character development, but I almost, I, I was wondering about this, I almost think Sarah has to die for Pope to really change, because... I, well, like we'll change get into, for the worse, to change, change for the better, the... to change for the better. Because I, I really feel like in the in the but past four it... seasons, Pope still be you know every now and then Pope shows that he's a really good guy, but then he gets back to being like a hoarder and in it for just for himself or whatever. So it's great to have somebody there that he likes and he's uh, there with. Okay, but if she dies, then he can become more bitter against yeah. everybody. Or, or he'll have a, a reason to stick with Tom uh, and fight mm. and fight the good fight instead of retreating. I think he might want revenge, kind of like the Overlord wants revenge to Tom for burning him. He might want revenge for the, you know, for the aliens for doing something to Sarah. She's going to get pregnant. I'm gonna just throw it out there. Well, they, they definitely <laughs> need to have more scenes, more love scenes, but, you know, this scene was just like Pope being whiny and bitchy, and then he's finally kinda like, oh, we get to shoot some skitters, get to get some monsters, and then she's all like, I don't wanna do this anymore, I wanna leave. Mm-hmm. And I really thought she was gonna die based on her conversations about going the last to Florida, day. and yeah, <laughs> I don't want this to be my last day, let's go to Florida, we have enough fuel here that we can go down there, or, you know, there's a fallout shelter, just her being really like, I don't wanna be at this battle. Yeah, I, I thought so too, and especially with how, I mean, she looked, she acted as if she was really wounded mm-hmm. during that scene. So I thought it was one of those moments when he was saying, you know, you did good, you did fine. That was like, oh, he's just telling her because she has two minutes to live. Yeah. That type of speech. That's what Which I thought I, too. I mean, it, it, Had it gone that way, yes, it would have been a little bit stereotypical, but I wouldn't have necessarily minded it. Mm -hmm. I don't mind that it went this way either. I don't know what to think of it in that regard, but good for him. He's still got Sarah. (laughs) Certainly Hal doesn't have Maggie, at least for now. Well, and I want to blame Ben for that, by the way. He gave her the kiss of death when he said, good luck. Why do you tell someone good luck right before a battle? Because he meant bad... to say, I love you. Doesn't matter. You don't say anything. You go, all right, bye. And that's a worse, like, Raya, knock on wood. Stop getting so mad at the episode. <laughs> <laughs> she's so frustrated. How <sighs> dare you? I'm sorry. How dare you say good luck? Okay, what? what? <laughs> you say break a leg. That's the same thing. That's what you say before a battle, right? Break a leg? No, that's for a theater. <laughs> well, I'm just making sure, because you don't what say I, good what, luck in theater. What, what I like about this episode is that Hal still, obviously, with with Maggie and Hal being sort of at odds mm-hmm. because of last episode, I, I like that. And remember, you know, we talked about their conversation a little bit. And, you know, with Ben's good luck thing, it's because... Oh, he feels like he's sort of one because he convinced Maggie last episode of, hey, we can't kill Lexi. Yeah. So, I, you know, and he's, he's finally feels like that connection is returning. And, and I, I really do think that good luck meant I love you. Stay alive. Yeah, I'm sure in a way it did. You know, obviously he sacrificed his bullets, gave them to Maggie. It was kind of his way of, of showing a little gift to the girl he has a crush on. It's just a matter of right now, there's still that little triangle. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, when, when Hal started talking about love 
and how love is a human weakness. And he started saying how we should, you know, just kill people when they're uh, infected. Yeah. When they're infected, the first sign of infection, we should just kill them because it's just love is is uh, a weapon that the Ashvani are using against them. Okay, mm-hmm. can I, can I, love is a weapon that I feel like it's right now the Masons aren't on too. Okay, look at it this way: yeah. Hal and Ben, they okay. both kind of love the same woman. Mm-hmm. That could be at odds, right? Yeah. Now Ben tells Matt a secret, which he then tells Tom. So, which so we ben, all knew that was going to happen. Okay, I understand that, but Matt can't <laughs> keep a secret. So then, therefore, Ben can get mad at Matt, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. but he's still a kid. Uh, uh, uh. He's not done. We're at odds. He's not. Okay. 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 And made Tom make a promise to save Lexi. That could cut. You know, be at odds later on when Tom has to make a tougher choice and say, mm-hmm. you know what, that's not Lexi anymore. We got to kill her. And ain't gonna like that. And that's not gonna happen. I feel like we're slowly finding weaknesses in the Mason love. This team is never gonna break apart. I'm just saying this these are these are things that they can either make or break this family. This He's got a point though. Gonna... He's got some valid points. We're being tested. We're being tested. But not the Masons. They have to come. I'm I'm saying they they will come through. But in this season, we're putting them to the test. Someone's gotta get burned. Who do you think's gonna be in those little triangles? I think Ben's gonna be burned because he's never gonna be able to. Love. love Sarah. Or Maggie. <laughs> yeah, say Maggie, because there's a character named Sarah. <laughs> Maggie, yes, okay. Yeah, so. Maggie. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone's going to get... I mean, obviously, someone in this love triangle is going to get hurt, ultimately. Uh, it's not going to be Maggie. Well, it's not going to be Maggie, because she could choose from either of them. Uh, it'll probably be Ben. I agree. It'll, it'll probably be Ben. ben. I agree with that. But still, the fact that Hal, at least during that whole scene where he said, you know, that love is what is our weakness and it destroys our judgment and we should kill anybody that does that, even though Maggie was uh, talking, trying to talk him out of it, it made me think, like, well, maybe this whole Hal... Maggie duo won't be lasting much longer anyway. I don't think it will. There's no, there's no real love there. Yeah. And he's got Hal's got a point though. That old couple from before, love got in the way, and that's why the old man died. That's true. That's true. Sacrifice. Anyways, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I'll drop it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just holding back my hating on. uh, Yeah. All right. Hating on the episode. You guys want to talk about the battle itself? What battle? Well, let's. We should also bring up before we talk about the battle. Um, ben going off to rescue Lexi. Sure, let's talk about. Let's that. just really quick because I think I think I might get lost in the shuffle. And uh, I mean that's that's a cliffhanger in itself. Instead of Ben convincing Lexi to come back for the battle, Lexi, Lexi forces him. Yeah, to- that's so unfair. Well, for a yeah. harness kid to be forced... And he's got uh, that just, harness. He's always going to get pulled at from ben, it. But, like, but yeah, so we don't know what's going on with Ben right now. To be fair, that was the risk he knew he was taking. I mean, first off, you have Lexi, who's pretty much like Lucy. Mm-hmm. Go see that movie if you haven't. Or just watch <laughs> the trailer to get the reference. Um, either way, you don't know how powerful Lexi is. You assume that she's going to know who you are and that she'll believe, and you'll be able to turn her. But you you have to go in there knowing that that isn't always going to be the case. And that wasn't the case. Yeah. Well, but, you know, to, to do another movie, it's kind of like that whole, like, Return of the Jedi when Luke Skywalker goes to the Death Star to try and change his father, to bring mm-hmm. his father to the to the light side of the Force. It's always the same But he ultimately does. He ultimately does, but he's pretty much taken captive. And that's what happens with Ben. Ben is taken captive. 
right now. He's going to probably end up being on the Ishveni ship or, or, you know, at least surrounded by the aliens. I think there's something with Ben that Lexi needs because she made a comment to him about how, oh, you really do love him. Because when she was talking to Lourdes, you remember how she's like kind of was a little bit of disgusted by Lourdes mm-hmm. and what she felt inside of Lourdes. Uh, ben, she was more intrigued by it. So she said something to Ben about like love and, oh, you really love him. Yeah. Love them. Hmm. And it kind of seemed like it was an evil plot in her head. I'm just conspiracy against Lexi. But still, I feel like there's more to her trying to get him on the ship versus being like, sorry, I'm just going to go without you and then run away like she's been doing and poofing around and turning around corners very fast. Okay. She's super fast. (laughs) She is. What's your take on it? Do you like... What do you mean? On, on, say what specifically? The conversation that she had with Ben. It was more, she saw something inside of him. Well, I think, I think if anything, she's like tabling the conversation for next week's episode. Uh, it just seemed like. I mean, she's she going to be tabling the conversation f- until the whatever. season finale. Until the season finale. <laughs> and that may be a cliffhanger she's like, too. Ben, come with me and we'll talk more about this on the ship. Just join me. So, uh, I think Ben had some, uh, you know, amazing, he's, he had some amazing points. I mean, he told Lexi, you don't know my family before you were born, what they were doing before mm-hmm. the war. So they're not all that way. So in other words, Lexi's big argument was that humans can't change, but Ben was saying they had they they did have to change and they could change again. And ultimately Lexi will change too. Hopefully, as a result of that conversation. Hopefully. Hopefully. Your take right I think it will. Oh, I, I brought it up. <laughs> right, she brought it up. <laughs> All right, time for the battle. Again, what battle? That's my thing. It was a strategic battle, not necessarily a battle of f- full-on fighting. Previews from for last from last week for this week made me disappointed. That's all. I thought there would be more to it. I'm sorry you like war. I like do you being anything, promised what I'm promised. Do you have anything positive this episode? Yeah, it was... Tetra was amazing. Okay. What? Tetra? Who? Tetra. <laughs> Who? Tetra? Did I spell it? Who? The guy Tector. with the... Tector. Well, they, they on the captions, it was T-E-T-R-A. Oh, it's Tector. Tector. Damn, I can't speak. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, the battle was... Uh, it was strategic it rather was than just like, oh, let's go guns a-blazing. Yeah. And then, of course, Maggie has to be like, I will stay here and I will catch up to you. <laughs> that's how she sounded, too, with her gun. And she said it. It's like, why? Why, Maggie? Why? Because she wanted to make sure... She wanted sure to get pinned down. Don't take that anywhere else, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you know what? For for what it was worth, there were a lot of deaths in this episode. They, um, I mean, Lexi's followers all decided to do a, a move from Gandhi or Martin Luther King and try and promote nonviolence and be the front line. And uh, Dingan, if I can say his name right, uh, tried to get them back. And he, he was able to get one or two of them to snap out of it, and everyone else got shot down by a mech, by the first mech that came around the bend. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, obviously there was, uh, they, these guys mean business when they're coming in there. Absolutely. So, yeah. Anything else? Survival <laughs> of the fittest, man. I mean, it was a great episode. I mean, look, we <laughs> saw the thermite, we saw the acid rain. Didn't annihilate that, that first wave, which was a pretty cool scene in yeah. itself. We got to see that. I mean, the humans are outnumbered. That's part of but, it too. But I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, you know, it's just it just went to shit. Yeah, the gas line is what bothered me. Why? Why because it blew you? up and it destroyed their whole plan. It was a human fault. Like ugh, it was nothing to do with the aliens. It was something unexpected that sometimes happens in war. 
Well, you know what? I don't like that, okay? <laughs> I want to sign up for the military. I know. <laughs> know how that goes for you. I think you you just wanted the humans to win this episode, right? Is that what you wanted? I did. You just wanted them to win. I wanted and then there will be a... no episode next week. No, I wanted them to fight. I want there to be more fight, more confrontation between them and the splinter. Splinter, oh my god. <laughs> Skitters. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And uh, there wasn't. There was one Skitter. That blew up. No, there was one. They were keeping them. I thought there was a pretty good battle if they were able to keep them at bay for at least a little while till the gas made break. Till they smelled gas. And they started trying to save everybody. And so, so, you know, I mean, in terms of numbers, 100 now we're down to 30, but 20 that are actually able to fight. Yeah. And so we lost a lot. And out of those able-bodied 20, we're down to 19. Well, I think they said uh, if the numbers are right. I think they said they lost thirty. They didn't. They weren't down to thirty. They lost thirty. No, I think they were down to thirty. Yeah, no, they were down, down to thirty. Were, what so was they lost more than fifty percent of the people. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They lost a lot of people. How's not going to be happy? Okay. I mean, did you did you see that bunker? Yeah, there was yeah, not that was people. <laughs> you know, you can count on your fingers as as the camera pan left <laughs> and right. Pre- yeah, that was pretty badass. And by the way, I hate when nobody's answering how. Like, has anyone seen Maggie? Like, <laughs> they're all worried about themselves. <laughs> Hiding other okay. things. And there's twenty of you. Just say like, yeah. no, Maggie is not here. <laughs> Maggie, who? Who's Maggie? Like, that would be stupid. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so let's let's talk about Tom Tom's sacrifice. Right? Pope puts this in his head. Like, oh, it's always got to be about protecting you, and you know, why don't you sacrifice yourself? Yeah. And Pope goes off on that. Or, not Pope. Tom. It's not the first time Tom has sacrificed, been willing to sacrifice himself. So I don't know if Pope really had anything to do with it. It's just Tom being stubborn. But what? Hating on Pope. Can't give him credit for that, can you? Is that really credit? I thought it was credit for Pope. Okay, Pope changed Tom's mind. I don't know. Tom... That's Pope his character. Spoke the truth, man. Tom's character is always to make sacrifice. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. And, and it, to the point where Tector, who had the better gun... He had that Civil uh, War rifle that could shoot like up to 1,000 yards, 700 yards, and uh, had that rifle, could have made this shot to kill the Overlord, and Tom insisted on taking his gun instead. And uh, luckily, Tector got to go up there, and in a scene that was like, the aliens were supposed to come within 10 minutes, but it took like forever because they had, we had to deal with the death of Qatar, yeah. which we'll get into, I'm sure. And then we had to get into all this other stuff, how screaming for Maggie. To be fair, they said 10 to 20 minutes, and if, if you know, for us watching, that was like 7 to 8 minutes. So, but there was, long. well, alright, here's, here's, you'll agree with this, Roya, okay? Because <laughs> okay. this is obviously negative. This so is 24, where at the bottom no, 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 there's no, no. a countdown no. of like, well, okay, let, let me speak. next wave let, coming in. Let me speak. 19. Let me speak, because Roya's gonna love this, because Roya's <laughs> gonna love this, I already know it. So, uh, the gas main explodes, yes. and we lose the majority of the people. So they decide their plan is going to be to hide and to pretend they're dead. Okay, mm-hmm. in that time, so to try and get everyone. So you have the Ishveni over the water, whatever it is, wherever they're at, and you have Hal running up and down the streets, screaming Maggie's name like crazy. So first of all, if I was an alien, I would not think everyone is dead because I've got you hear humans doing that. One human, have, one human, oh my which God. later on could be Tom Mason because he's going to be the sole survivor. Well, Ironic, right? Symbolic. All right. Well, then, then we have this super <laughs> long ass death scene, and, and I love Katara. I love him a lot more in Lordis. I'm really sad to see Katara go. Um, we have this one long Katara scene where he's pretty much has like something to say to every single person. 
in front of him and give them like words of wisdom before he passes. I'm sorry. And then we have was that 12 minutes of of actual time. Well, it just felt like considering the fact that they have like 10 to 20 minutes to get into the fallout shelter, it felt a little long. And then of course, Tector is giving uh, Tom a lesson in shooting a rifle. So they had all this time, 10 to 20 minutes to do all this exposition. Maybe the Svenny are late kind of aliens. Maybe they arrive late and they knew this. Oh, now you're you're, Now you're making excuses. I thought you'd we're be on my page. We're gonna I thought t- you were on the same page with me. We're going to time this out. We're going to upload it as a bonus okay. YouTube video. We'll we'll play act it, us three. But that's that's something. I know it's not 24, but lost. that's. I think that was a little long. Anyway, go for it. Okay, well, no matter what you think, uh, whether or not Tom was able to learn or not, it yeah. doesn't matter because as soon as I saw that wrench go up, I knew it was going to happen. I was no. like, is there a door from just trying like shut close? I don't know what he's going to do with that. And I'm in the comment, I'm like, oh, he's going to hit him on the head. Okay. Yeah, you don't need to pick up a wrench <laughs> to try to close a door. I didn't know this was a clue. Gonna, I didn't know he was going to like kill, knock Tom out. Yeah. What would you think, Nando? <laughs> With the wrench, I mean, I would have thought they would have shown it. I would have thought there would have been some major sacrifice scene where Tom is, like, locked out and you see him bang yeah. on a door to get in. I, that's the more, like, cliche approach. But you know what? Tector, Tector I'll give it to him, you know? With the quieter If you just knock him out and put him someplace safe, wherever that was. Which he had time to do. Which he apparently had time <laughs> Sorry, to do. Sorry, guys. To Sorry. knock him out and put him someplace safe before he gets to frame up and set up his shot. Well, and he put on the mask, so and that way he, yeah. he fooled him because well, he's that, like, that I'll give him. It takes like thirty seconds. He died a hero. He died. That takes fifteen at most. I, I'm giving him thirty <laughs> seconds. Oh my god! I'm giving him thirty. Next time, time it. Have your little stopwatch. He had goggles on top of it. You have to put the goggles on top. Fans, please write in. Let us know <laughs> what you think real time it could have taken for all of this to get set up. Um, I'm going to guess real time probably at most 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which which puts it too late. Okay, I'm sorry. They didn't exactly know that they were going to come in 20 minutes. <laughs> which my theory of them being late could be legit. I'm just saying, okay? Yes, they're late aliens. Hey, they're he aliens was burned. Maybe he can't late. see where he's going. The, they're the very shmini. lazy. They're very lazy. They he's like to get everything on, on late. Skitters that don't know what they're doing. Okay. Anyway, it all... <laughs> It all works Go. out. That was an amazing shot. That was an amazing sacrifice with... Was that an amazing shot? Because he missed. He missed. He hit him, but he hit him in the metal part. And he went, oh, I see you. Okay, let's kill him. And that's when the ship came by. But the ship got blown up. Ship went down in the debris. Uh, which, by the way, if the ship went down, shouldn't it have knocked over that robot? This funny guy. Well, it, it went down in front of him. Yeah. In typical fashion, movie fashion. It just, you know, was dramatically in front of him. Okay. That's I mean, all. here's the thing. Ultimately, did things go as planned? No. But it all worked out in the end. Mm-hmm. And that's what matters. It all worked out in the end. Yeah, Even though please- Tom is trapped <laughs> right now under rubble, oh, Maggie is completely unconscious. And we supposedly don't know if she's alive or dead. Okay, but you spoil what, what that. Did, what did Dingo say? He said, let's hope that the dawn, that the dawn is, in fact, darkest before no, no, the, it's darkest before the dawn. Let's hope that's it. Let's hope that's true. That it's there darkest before the dawn. Not that the dawn is darkest, because <laughs> that would be a really messed up thing. That would be. So that there be. you go. <laughs> so we're at that point. We're at that point. Yeah, a lot when, of cliff. Like I said, a lot of cliffhangers. I thought a lot of little cliffhangers here and there. Yeah, which I liked. I enjoyed. Yeah. That. All right. What? Nothing. You can <laughs> say it. I was just going to scold you. All right. I, let's get into predictions. Okay. I try and I try. No, you're after Buzz TV. Prediction. 
Alright, I know this tends to be the part where we, just even by theorizing, give away spoilers. So, if you don't like spoilers, tune out now. We won't hate you. Follow us on Twitter. Rate us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. All that good stuff. Don't forget Mm. to get in Walmart. Mm. Walmart.com slash savings catcher for more savings. Um, Okay, so spoilers. First off, if you watch the trailer, Maggie's alive. Which I am upset about. Okay. I'm not upset that she's... You're upset that you were spoiled. I'm upset that I was spoiled. Yes. Because that's such a big cliffhanger that why not leave it, you know, just for a little bit. You weren't worried about Tom. Tom could be dead, too. Tom was shown Tom to be could, alive. Uh, Tom could be suffocating as we speak right now. I'm just, He's I'm just with this lighter. Up. Yeah, I'm the light so- would have gone out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm people. Just giving you, I'm just giving you a little hard time. That's all. Um, I mean, I think the second mass eventually, like the, the way things are going, I imagine the second mass to just be Weaver, Pope, and the Masons. Kind of like how it started to <laughs> turn out to be what second end of second season. Weaver, Pope, and the Masons. Yeah, could be end up being that, considering their losses from this battle. I mean, we're down to add, 30 able bodied well, people. And maybe we'll keep Sarah and Dingon. Okay. He seems pretty good, especially since we lost Qatar. We need, we need somebody else to kind of jump in as he's a recurring not, character. He's okay. not a scientist, but still has a recurring character. Okay. He's yeah. an electrician, so we could use that. Yeah, he's an electrician. Well, okay. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen next week. Um, well, Maggie's going to be apparently paralyzed because that's what was quoted in the, one of the texts. She's paralyzed from the waist down. Mm. So now, unlike Hal, who was paralyzed before, she's now actually paralyzed. So we'll see what that goes. But I think Pope and Sarah are going to develop more of a relationship. And maybe down the line, there might be some baby making. Because Tom and Anne went in a hospital room one time and there was a baby that happened. That would be and look at that turned out. Yeah, look yeah, how that turned that out. That happens. I'm gonna say if 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 we understood that correctly from the scenes for next week, and and uh, Maggie is paralyzed from the waist down, I'm gonna say that there is possibly some technology, the same technology that let's say Ben possesses mm-hmm. on him, mm-hmm. that may be able to make her use her legs. So maybe oh. being harnessed somehow, in a way. That kind of technology. Do you have a theory? Or you just, do you I think... think Ben might get skitterized. Okay. Because of that preview. Well, he's already kind of skitterized because he's got the harness. But kind he... of. But but maybe more, yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, right. we'll see. I mean, we've got a few more episodes to go. A lot of crazy theories. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely a lot going on. Let us know what you guys think. Because it's getting good. It just continues to get good. What? I don't know. It was just funny the way he said it. Yes, I did love this episode. I just didn't like... You know what I mean. She I, love like I love the show. Tweet, tweet <laughs> at Roy some happy thoughts. She needs them. She needs your support. She's obviously very angry. And you guys can do that at Hey Roya. That's yes. H-E-Y-R-O-Y-A. And I'm also on Instagram. And you can tell me how much you love Pope and Sarah together. And Pope <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> and you can reach me on Twitter or Instagram at Nandovel. N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um, it's been a fun show, you guys. I enjoyed doing it. It was a fun episode to watch. We'll certainly be back for next episode to discuss. Lots to discuss, I'm sure. I am excited to see where Ben and Lexi are headed. Uh, perhaps a galaxy far, far away. Who knows? But until that time, we will see you next week. 
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. This after show is brought to you by Walmart's Savings Catcher. Walmart's new Savings Catcher is the simple and easy way to save. Just go to walmart.com slash savings catcher to enter your receipt.